What's up, everybody, and welcome back. This is For the Record, the first installment of uh, 2021. How you guys doing? Doing pretty good, man. It's good to be back. Doing real good, man. It's a hell of a year, right? Yeah, stayed yeah. healthy. Well, I mean, Close it was a hell of a last year. This year is turning out to be kind of wild, too. But we're not going to talk politics this year. <laughs> yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't got to talk easy. about none of that right now. Because we too have easy. some pretty... Especially all last week. Mm. Yeah. Too but easy. we have some pretty exciting things going on right now that we can focus on outside of all that stuff. Because I'm pretty sure at some point in the year we're going to touch on a lot more things. But, you know, stay positive, stay optimistic. But this past weekend we had Super Wild Card for the first time in the NFL. It's pretty lit. Six games. So why, why are they calling it the Super Wild Card, or why did they call it the Super Wild Card? At least? The reason why because there's six games in two days, <laughs> so basically Damn. you have um, when usually there's four. Four, yeah. Okay. Because and they so, added one playoff team, one additional playoff team to each conference. Uh, so there's seven seven seeds making it. And this is the first time ever, like in the history of mm-hmm. the NFL. Yeah. I think it's a good idea because it give um, other teams opportunity opportunity to try to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, so. and it doesn't alter the already existing playoff format too mm-hmm. much. And with the seven, um, I don't know what the set. Maybe what I'm trying to remember what the seventh seed is basically based off the record. Whoever record is um, whoever record is better than the other the people below them get into that uh, seventh seed. So. So basically, um, there's more teams that just have a, a chance to actually break into yeah. the playoff bracket. Yeah, and you know, kind of Be- play for a position. Because a um, couple years back, say if um, like four teams have the same record, they will just pick whatever team like won in the AFC to go to the playoffs, mm-hmm. and it's kind of unfair because there's three other teams that actually have the same record. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So. This past Saturday, we had three games, right? Mm-hmm. The uh, the Colts uh, versus the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like a it's like a sick nickname. Almost. Buffalo well, Bill. Yeah, they call <laughs> Bill, their fan base called Bills Mafia. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so we had the Colts at the Bills, uh, the Rams uh, versus the Seahawks, and the Buccaneers versus <laughs> versus the Washington Football Team. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically, just going to order. What do you think about Colts at Bills? Did that play out the way you thought it was? I think for the most part, I honestly felt like the Bills, I thought they were going to like, well, no, actually, I can't say that because the Colts defense is like their their strong suit. But I did expect Stephon Diggs to have a really big day. I expected Josh Allen to have a good day, which he did. And, I mean, the Colts gave themselves every chance to win the game. And I don't like talking bad on the guy's name, but... Philip Rivers is obviously like the commander in chief when it comes to like their team because he's the oldest, most experienced. He's the veteran, and he's arguably a Hall of Famer. We can have that discussion at a later time. But it's just there's just something about like his led teams that just never seem to get the job done. And I'm not putting it all on his shoulders, but I mean, if you're the quarterback, you get all the blame when you lose, you get all the praise when you win. So. I don't know. Like I said, I feel like they, they gave themselves good opportunities to win the game, but they can never just close, and the Bills just de- did what they needed to do when they needed to do it, and they got uh, out of there with a win. Mm. Um, with the Bills and Colts game, it to me, it was really much a toss-up. Whoever wins, wins. Um, Colts defense, what, ranked in the top five? 
Uh, Bills defense, what, top 15? Yeah. But offensive-wise, the Bills had the better offense. And what really lost the Colts, or what really made the Colts lose was kept, uh, they kept on going for it on um, two-point conversions where yeah. they really didn't need to. And they had the opportunity on that fourth and two that they went to. I think they were, like, at the five or barely inside the five. Mm-hmm. And it was... It was a little bit overthrown, but Philip Rivers could have thrown a better ball, and it was a, that was an opportunity to like have a huge momentum swing in the game, but they missed that play. Yeah, I just blame the coach, the coaching, on that game for the Colts. They had every opportunity to just kick a field goal and just keep it in the three three point game or a touchdown range. And nothing to bring up too. I think it was maybe just entering the fourth quarter. Or somewhere around there, but Philip Rivers also missed like a third and two slant yeah. to Pittman because Pittman was having a good day too. And then they doinked the field goal. So yeah. it's like if you imagine if they just take that field goal and instead of the fourth and two early in the game, instead of missing that corner throw to Pittman, I think it was yeah. as well. And if you take those two chances to put three points on the board, obviously if they made those choices, everything else in the game would have changed. But if you just go based off of those two plays alone, it's twenty six. 24 or 26 27 yeah but that's just saying like you could have made those small different choices at different points in the game to where the outcome could have been maybe different but it was a good game overall overall it was a good game yeah. i didn't really care who won that game though to be honest yeah bills were just my dark horse going into the playoffs to at least make it to the bowl so what did you guys think about the second game of the day uh rams versus seahawks i really thought the seahawks was gonna win but um, the Rams proved me wrong. Um, it sucked what happened to the backup quarterback or the starting quarterback. Uh, he got injured on a, on a uh, scramble. Uh, Jamal Adams made the tackle. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. Jared Goff came in and um, just balled out. I feel like the... Seattle secondary couldn't keep up with all the um, play actions, bootlegs, and everything that the um, that the Rams was basically um, dishing out. And um, Seattle on offense, I feel like Russell Wilson couldn't get off. He really couldn't um, really um, have any opportunities to make those deep passes like how he used to or scramble around. Um, just overall, just good shit by the Rams. Yeah. That's all I can say. I can pretty much just repeat anything that you said, but I'll keep it short and sweet and just say that I was pulling for Russ to get, like, early MVP. Like, first six weeks he was balling, but then ever since then they've been on a down downward spiral. And then going into the playoffs, it's just I know that that type of play pace is a lot different. So I was anticipating the Seahawks to come in with a little bit more fire under them. But then nothing leading up to the game really made me feel that way. So before the game actually started, I just had that feeling that the Rams were going to win just because Seahawks really just haven't been playing good for the last month or so. So, I mean, they just kept right on rolling down and then they just they just couldn't get a dub. So I, I don't think it's the last time we'll see Seattle. I mean, obviously, I think that they'll make some big changes in the offseason and try to improve that defense a bit. But Jamal Adams is, like, a needed presence on that defense. And I think 
if he's there and Russ is still there on the other side, if they can get shit, you know, a little bit better, I think that they can do a lot more. So I just hope to see that. And one more point. The reason why Seattle was winning all those um, all those playoffs games, all those playoff games a couple seasons ago because of that defense. The Legion of Boom and uh, Bobby Wagner, and plus that D-line was good. Uh, like what AJ said, Jamal Adams did bring a different mentality back to that defense because the loss of um, Cam Chancellor and losing Earl Thomas plus Richard Sherman. Yeah. That will take a big toll on your defense. So I agree with you on that. And the last game. Yeah. <laughs> the Buccaneers versus the Washington football team. Kind of went exactly how I expected I expected yeah. it to be a little bit more of a, a score gap by the end. I, I anticipated like Tampa, what was it uh, twenty one or thirty one twenty three? Yeah, I, yeah. I anticipated them to at least win by two touchdowns, whether that's twelve or fourteen. You know, extra points and everything. But I mean, Chase Young. Everybody was like talking about him calling out Tom after the, they beat the Eagles on Sunday night, and then just going into a playoff match against him and stuff. And honestly, I think people were making too big of a deal. I honestly like that type of thing. I like Chase Young, like just being outspoken. I don't think he did it because like he saw Cameron there and was just like, "Oh, let me get some clout. Let me say that I want Tom Brady, like the goat or whatever." That was just him being the passionate player that he is. You know, you've seen that all the way through college, and transferred into the pros. That's why they made him a captain late in the year. Cause he's a dog. Like he's a beast. Like there's no no way around that. Nobody can deny him with that. So the fact that he was saying that I want Tom, I like that because that's showing that you're up for the challenge. That's showing that you want that challenge. You're not going to shy away from it, and you're not going to be scared of the moment. Although it didn't really go in his favor, but I don't think that anything that he says prior to the game goes against, you know, anything. Um, like I said, the game went pretty much the way I thought it was going to go. AB starting to click. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, bro. Mike Evans is a beast too, though, because he's been hurt this whole year, and he's just been. Grinding it out. I think like there's like a part of him that just didn't win want to miss out on anything this year, especially with just like Brady being there and then just being able to step outside and see the capability of what your offense could could be like if you guys play cohesively and you guys play like together and have like the real teammate mentality where it's just like everybody's selfless and they just want to win. Being Mike Evans, he probably like saw that and didn't want to miss out on that. Same with Godwin and then AB, like it says coming back like he's getting his feet back under him and he's looking like he's the best receiver on the team i'm just gonna say it but mike evans will remain the number one because it's essentially his team and we're gonna touch on new orleans team later so <laughs> right. <laughs> i'm not just going so. um everything you said was correct um i actually like the fact that chase young said it said what he said um what do you expect? Even Mike Tomlin was... Uh, this was like week, what? Week 13? Week yeah. 10? Somewhere like that. But Somewhere Mike Tomlin, the, uh, the Steelers head coach, went up to Chase Young and said, um, <laughs> there's a reason why people lose 15 games to get a person like you. Obviously, he's a beast. rookie, Defensive rookie of the year. What can you say? And um, I was leaning... For Washington to win, I don't know why, because uh, the backup quarterback was actually playing pretty good. Heineke. Yeah, 
he's a baller. I'm yeah. not going to lie. He I is think a baller. he staples himself as a, potentially the starting quarterback for next year. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing him. I mean, what did they say? That was like, that was like his second start? Sec- no, I think that was his first playoff. No, first. No, I know it was his first playoff game. Yeah. But I think it was his, like, his second overall start. I may be wrong, but that's what I thought I heard. But either way, Overall, if it's your first start, your second start, and it's a playoff game against Tom and you're Brady, you putting up points or not putting up points. You putting up numbers like that. But you're making plays to put points up on the board too. Yeah. he did hella plays with his legs. And I, able to, he had a uh, uh, yeah three he had three hundred yards. Yeah, uh, one touchdown, one interception, and then he also had a rushing well, touchdown. Yeah, so, no, yeah, yeah. I was about to say he had a throwing <laughs> touchdown off of six carries. Yeah, six carries, forty six yards. That's crazy. And he made a lot of plays in the middle of the field by uh, evading the rush with his legs and extending the play and then making a throw across the middle or to the sidelines, getting chunk chunk yardage. Yeah. So, I mean, he balled out. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to give credit where credit's due. And, and he um, got hurt, and then he came back, and then still balled out a little bit, but just didn't have enough in the tank, I think. But Overall, Washington put up a fight, though. Yeah. And their defense, I feel like their defense will be better next year. Just... They need that one. They just need that one piece on offense. But I think they found that piece. And it's uh, what's the quarterback name again? Heineke. Heineke. Taylor Heineke. Yeah. And I think they found that piece. So it's to backtrack on that game a little bit though. The Bucks secondary stays getting exposed, oh, and I think down. this is gonna be their downfall. I mean, it's a team game, so everybody gets a piece of that credit when they lose. And like I said earlier. Quarterback gets all the blame when they lose, all the praise when they win. Tom Brady will have his fair share of the blame, but I'm telling you, that secondary is like, they get burnt a lot. Like, they have a lot of talent back there, like with Winfield and even Carlton Davis and, uh, what's his name, Murphy Bunting? Uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he, didn't he have a pick? He had the one pick. But was it off a deflection? Or? It was. It was like knocked at the, well, I, it might have been like, knocked at the line of scrimmage or it might have like went you know, through the receiver's hands or some something of that nature. But I'm just saying, like, no disrespect to Heineke because, like, we just gave him all the respect. But if you have him coming in and he's just torching you like that, that does say a lot about his talent and, like, what he can do. But that also says a lot about what you guys – it exposes a lot of your weaknesses because they get beat over the top a lot. Yeah. Um, but remember when I told you – remember I told you whichever defense – make plays in that game will yeah. win. And, and the fact that he they got the one pick to go up 9-0 to zero eventually, and mm-hmm. that essentially gave them a lead for the entire entirety of the game. And Tom Brady and the offense didn't turn over the ball except for the one fumble. Yeah. But it didn't really bite them too hard. So, big ups to the Bucks. Um Washington, they coming up. Yeah. I think they'll they'll be fighting for that number one spot. Guaranteed. I think they'll be fighting against Dallas because I think when Dallas gets fully healthy and if Dak comes back. If Dak comes back. Yeah, I think they'll be all right because if, if Dak has CD, freaking Amari, fully Zeke, I think they'll be all right. We'll see, though. Watch I mean, who knows, the, who knows with the NFC East, bro? Yeah. Who knows? It's like a toss-up every year. All right, so let's move on to Sunday. This was a game I actually was See, that's why they called it Super Wild Card, because hey, I was <laughs> talking about the game. I was, I was excited to see this one, the uh, the Ravens versus the uh, Tennessee Titans. Oh, we can go in all day on this one. No, we don't we don't have all day, okay? Oh, my bad, my bad. Yeah, that one, that one hurt a little bit. This one was this one was the one that they, uh, that I, I, I was kind of upset that the Ravens didn't win last year. Yeah. 
um, that divisional round. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it looks like they weren't <laughs> they weren't about to go out again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you that. No, yeah, that's respect to Lamar Jackson and him stepping up, rising to the occasion. And honestly, he won them that game. He took it over. If he doesn't get that one like forty something yard rushing TD. I'm not going to say I don't think that they win the game, but that's for sure what put them in the direction of, like, we got this game on lock. And this is hard for me to talk about because I'm a Titans fan. And, look, this is kind of sad that I have to use this as an example. But my whole thing with our offense is the fact that Derrick Henry has to get going. And when teams occupy their game plan with focusing on stopping Derrick Henry, then it opens up the pass. And then when you open up the pass then you open up play action, and then you have the whole playbook at your disposal. So what my argument for Derrick Henry was in the regular season is that I thought he should have got more recognition as an MVP candidate because it showed, right? And I hate that I'm going off of a loss to prove my point of him being MVP, even though MVP is only a regular season award. But that shows how valuable he is to that team. Like, you got to give credit to Rodgers because he's probably going to win it in Mahomes because he's been doing it for... A couple of years in a row, he's just been balling out. And it doesn't look like he's going to stop anytime soon. So that's why you automatically got to give those two guys the nods for MVP. But at the same time, like if Derrick Henry gets going in that game and we open up our playbook, that shows how valuable he is. But when he can't get going, we lose a very low-scoring game because our defense was playing good for most of the game too. We were getting pressure on Lamar. We got a couple sacks. I think we sacked him like three or four times maybe. But like I said, man, freaking Lamar just took over the game. He wanted to get that monkey off his back of never winning a playoff game. And we just couldn't get going, so we just, I don't know. And Mike Vrabel's catching a lot of heat for, for punching the ball on our, we were like on our own 45, or we were on their 45, fourth and two, punt it, even though Derrick Henry wasn't like having a particularly good day. I live and die on Derrick Henry trying to get two yards. You know what I'm saying? Rather than punting early in the fourth quarter, down by five only, and we're in enemy territory, eh, I don't know. There was still a lot of time left, so I understand where Mike was coming from because they did only get a field goal, only went up seven, so we had another chance. But then we just couldn't, I don't know. We started off hot, though. A.J. Brown had, like, fucking five receptions in the first quarter. He had that tug. You think it was a push-off? Eh, I think he let it go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What'd you think? Um... Even though on my notes I wrote Tennessee, but mm-hmm. like what you said previously about like texting and like changing, mm-hmm. yeah, I had a feeling that the Ravens was going to win. The reason why, because even the announcers were saying this is the first time Baltimore had their defense like back. Like every, yeah. every starter is back on yeah. the defense. So, yeah. Lamar Jackson, give him his props, but the, yeah, the what really helped him out. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. It was really just like Lamar Jackson wouldn't even have had the opportunity yeah. if the defense never stopped Derrick Henry. Yeah, when I said earlier that Lamar won them the game, I essentially, you know, I wasn't trying to disrespect yeah. the defense because they did their thing. Ultimately, they stopped Derrick Henry, but you get what I'm saying. And the buildup to this game was just, it was perfect. It was two heavyweight yeah. champions just throwing, just giving everything they, that they got. Yeah. And from like, Last last playoffs, couple weeks back with the Tennessee on yeah, the Ravens logo, yeah, and yelling at the yelling at Tennessee players, yelling at um, John Harbaugh, Baltimore Ravens head coach. It was just the build up, and Marcus Peter gets the pick, 
and spins the ball on the logo. They all start dancing on it, stomping hey, on it. That's too. cool because like it's like the same thing with the Chase Young thing. Obviously, I'm a Titans fan, so that doesn't sit well. Like that's not a you know it's a bitter pill to swallow yeah. when you like have to like look back and be like, all right, motherfucker. But I like it because it's a rivalry renewed. Yeah. I feel like it brings you back to like when even like a couple of days before the thing you sent me that clip of uh, Eddie George talking about Ray Lewis, and it just feels like that. I'm not gonna say that type of rivalry is back. But you can just feel the tension between the teams every time they're around each other. It's like so building like up that. back and to it. And don't think it. that we ain't finna get the asses back. So Oh we'll, guarantee. We'll, we'll see. Guarantee. I feel like that's it's just gonna go back to the old days. Now like, imagine if we get like a interception to win a game or something and we're in their house. I wonder what that logo in the uh, I'm pretty sure y'all do like. the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. just gonna keep going. Especially with somebody like Marcus Peters, because you know, he's a he's an Oakland dude. So he wears his heart on his sleeve, and then he lets it be known. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He wasn't in the so, um, the um, interviews of the at the end of the game, but um, Marlon Humphrey said, um, "Well, was speaking for him," mm-hmm. and you can just tell because they was mad what happened with their coach and them disrespecting the field. Even Lamar Jackson said it. You know, like they show their opponents respect no matter what, no matter yeah, if they're but- in our house or in their house. Another but, thing in that know. week 11 thing, I don't know exactly what happened on the logo. Because there wasn't a lot of footage right. between Malcolm Butler and John Harbaugh. So I don't know if they were like dancing on it, like stomping it out. I never really got a clear idea of what they did on the logo. But all I know is that John, John Harbaugh didn't like it. So regardless of yeah. what it was, if he expressed that he didn't like it and they didn't like be like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. Then if they retaliated, then it's just like, all right, fair play. Correct. Until we on your logo. Hey, so. like I said, people don't like it. You you cannot even go back to when T.O. was on the Niners, went to the middle of the field, and threw the ball down on the star. There was a big fight after that. So it was just some team don't like it. Don't don't dance. Don't celebrate. Don't yeah. do random shit. Even L.T., after they lost to um, New England. New England. Yeah. They did the Sean One corner Merriman. did the Sean Merriman, like, yeah. celebration dance. And you can tell LT wasn't having it. He's like, don't disrespect my field like that. So it was Especially just. Especially they were already feeling it because they lost yeah. everything, too. Yeah. So, hey, you got to show respect. But if you show disrespect, then you better keep your head up. And, you yeah, know. I've seen Malcolm Butler you know? and Don Harbaugh shake hands after that game, though. Yeah. That's, res- that's big ups to that. Yeah. But. Yeah, just don't disrespect that was a, I think that was a exchanging <laughs> of smiles. Logo. I think that was an exchanging of smiles, handshakes, and a little fuck you under the underneath the bed. And I'm just like, all right, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> so what? Huh? All right. Nah, that's, that's cool. I like that type of rivalry building up between that and, you know, best of luck to Lamar and Baltimore going forward. But we're going to get down right. <laughs> For sure. I feel like, to, to be honest, I feel like Baltimore have a chance to make it all the way. Time will tell. Second game of that day, the Chicago Bears versus the New Orleans Saints. Saints won, obviously. Yeah, we already know who was going to win that game. Uh, Trubisky, as a starting quarterback, you will never win a playoff game. Damn. Just being honest, uh, Chicago, one thing I like about Chicago, yeah, you can build up your defense, but if you have no offense, you will never win a playoff game. Straight up. Your O-line is not good. Your running back, he Montgomery? only he's Montgomery. Good, he's good, but he only showed that towards what the last like five weeks of the season. Yeah, but what, like what you happened? Said, if the whole line isn't good. He, there's only so much a running back can do on his own. Hey, I know Barry Sanders. He didn't have a good 
offense. That's but, Barry Sanders, though. Hey, come but, on, you come can't on. put Montgomery <laughs> and Barry Sanders in the same breath, man. Hey, man. I see what All you're I saying, say, you, know, you know. Or like Darren McFadden, yeah. like for the Raiders, their old line wasn't good, but he was trying to make plays, you know, yeah. so. And Allen Robinson's good ass receiver. He just doesn't have a quarterback who can sling it to him like that. Exactly. That's why I think he's um he's gonna hit that free agent free agent um pull and try to get to a team that can give him the ball. So come to the Raiders, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, that was just we are new. Yeah. So let's move on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Well, I mean, the next one was actually kind of cool. The Browns versus Steelers. Oh, I Browns win their first playoff game in how many years was it? I mean, uh, well, it was first one since 1994, so quick math. So, first one since 1994. That's, yeah. like, that's a long Shit. time. Uh, a long time, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> uh, it, it <laughs> <laughs> in the same, uh, same weekend, the Buffalo Bills that we were talking about earlier, that was their first playoff win since 1995. Damn. Yeah. So, the Browns... I believe Baker Mayfield was born after their last playoff win. <laughs> so, that's a long time. That's crazy. But, I was glad to see it, to be honest, because I've never been, like, a fan of the Steelers. I don't hate on the Steelers, but I don't really like them like that. And then, I mean, I don't mind Juju getting into whatever he's into and stuff, but, like, when you let it affect your play, and I'm not saying that it necessarily did, but I think that they gave in to, like, other people outside of their organization talking about them, whether it be good or bad. I think they got too high when it was high and good, and I think they got too low when it was bad. And you just saw full collapse. Yeah. Big Ben threw for over 500, but you can't have four interceptions. Three touchdowns, four interceptions. The first play of the yeah. game was freaking Pouncey shooting it over his head and not only getting a safety or a touchback, they got a touchdown. Because yeah. James Conner, for whatever reason, tried to fall on that ball, and I don't know what the fuck that was. Like, I watched that play, like, three times, and I was like, how did you not fall on that ball on the one-yard line? Like, um, And you find it crazy, too, because yeah. Pouncey and Big Ben have been together for, what, like, 10 years? And then they have that big of a min- miscommunication on the opening play of a, of a playoff game? Like, I don't know. I think it was just credit to the Browns. They just came out and did their thing. Jarvis Landry was balling. Baker Mayfield was balling. I think he showed with that playoff win that he's their franchise quarterback. Um, I agree with you on that. I totally agree with you on everything you said. But it would have been a different game if the ball didn't go over Big Ben's head and all that other stuff. Obviously, I mean. But um, but it happened. Uh, credit to the Browns. They capitalized on every mistake that Pittsburgh made. And uh, both of the Browns running backs, um, Chubbs and Hunt, yeah, they're <laughs> they're fucking ballers. Mike right. Tomlin actually caught the same heat that like Mike Rabel did, because they punted. They were like at midfield and it was like fourth and less than a yard. Yeah, where they could have at least yeah, because they, they been were down, down by three. Yeah, I think they were down thirty five to uh, twenty three at that point. Mm-hmm. So if you go for it, get it, and then if you score a touchdown, it's thirty five thirty with like ten minutes left. So you get one stop, you could score your backup. But they elected to punt, and then Cleveland just didn't look back. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, So they were put in positions where it's just like, you have to make some plays. You have to string plays together, and you have to put points on the board. And they did. They scored 48. They hung 48 on them. I don't, I don't know what to say, man. I feel like 
the Browns, Browns just, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be like, Juju, Browns just the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see what uh, Claypool said earlier? No, what did he say? That boy was on TikTok Live, and he was like, oh, yeah, it's a bad loss, but, you know, uh, Cleveland's going to get clapped next weekend anyway, so it's all good. And I'm kind of just a sore like, loser, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, like, you're on TikTok Live talking like this? Like, come on, man. Like, grow up a little bit, man. You're, in a, you're a professional athlete, bro. Given the fact he's a rookie. Yeah. Bro. I don't know. <laughs> I think there's something going on with that Pittsburgh organization. Because you saw it, like, with the AB situation and stuff like that. But they just, like, have no disciplinary when it comes to just, like, making sure their players are, like, I don't know. Like, they just seem like they have no order. And then for you to just be, like, hoping that you can celebrate somebody else's loss, like... Yeah. Just because you're bitter that you lost? After y'all was talking, like, talking down on the Browns? Like, bruh, if you lost, just take it on the chin and move on. Don't sit there and hope for somebody that beat you to lose just because you think it'll make you feel better. Like, that makes you seem hella sorry. Can we just go back to the old days where the coaches be like, no phones out, just focus on football? Because that's when this... I feel like back then... The main team, like, when we were in high school, like, 08 to, like, 12, it was the teams that you know that was just, like, they're, or, they're, it's, it's hard to say because the Steelers, Baltimore, you already know about the leaders on the, in the locker room and on the field. When they enter the locker room, when they enter, the, when they step on that field, it's business, yeah. not Oh, let's make a TikTok. Let's uh, let's dance on someone's logo and like tweet about this. That's yeah. that's not even worrying about the game. You're just worrying about yourself. You being selfish, and it's a team sport. You just worrying. You just making the game where like you making the game all about you by dancing on the logo and doing all that. Yeah. So where's the where's the team at? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's it's fucking embarrassing. Then you want to be you and uh, Juju and Claypool want to sit down on the bench. And pout that y'all lost. Like grow up. Big Ben, I can see him getting emotional over the loss because after it looked that, like he was trying and he had a good game had it yeah. not been for the four interceptions. But you know, he knows that uh father time is clicking. I feel like Ben got yeah, at least he, two more yeah. two more seasons. Cause he he balled out. Like I mean, you saw like a little bit of struggles here and there, but I think he still got some some time left, but I just think that that loss hurt because, you know, obviously you never want to lose in a playoff thing, but he's been in this for so long. And you know what else hurt him? Not having a running game. Yeah. Not having a running game. That's what you know the Steelers was about. So much like a couple years ago, and it's just like he never really like exceeded people's like what they thought he could do just because he had like spurts of success and like, I don't know. I think it's time for him to get a new running back. Maybe they get a number one receiver. Because Juju is not a number one receiver. I I think they're going to let Juju go. But you got uh, Claypool. Juju's a good number two, but he's not a number one. But you got Claypool that you can just throw it up to, and you you know he will come down with it too. So, huh. Or just get a if – was, if I was Pittsburgh, I'll get a running back and get a tight end because that's what you guys are mostly missing. Ebron – Yo, where's your hands, bro? You wearing gloves? Like, I thought gloves were supposed to be helping you out catching the ball, but you you had wide open <laughs> passes and you just drop them. It looked like he was just clapping on the field like, hey, over here. Oh, God. Sorry, Ben. My bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. 
tight end and running back. That's what they need. And so all those games basically set us up for this coming weekend and this next uh, set of four games. So we're looking at the Rams versus the Packers, Ravens versus the Bills. On Those are taking place on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then the Browns versus the Chiefs and the Buccaneers versus the Saints. So I want to get your thoughts on uh, it's basically any predictions you guys got. So let's start with the Rams and the Packers. What's it looking like? <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go with Green Bay. Mm. Um, Rams defense they look good, but I don't think they're gonna be good enough to stop Aaron Rodgers and um, Aaron Jones. So I think it's gonna be a shootout type game, but I think ultimately Packers will will get the better of them, and they'll advance to the NFC Championship game for sure. We don't have to do scores. I was gonna say a score, <laughs> maybe I'd say maybe like. Like 35-24 or something like that, 35-21, somewhere in that range. They're going to win comfortably. I was going to say Cause I think they're 21 gonna... to 17. Field goal wins. Oh, or, Green, no, Bay made, yeah, no. Green Bay finna hang up 20, more than 21. 21. No, a touchdown. Whoever had the late touchdown will win. Okay. How are we feeling about the Ravens versus the Bills? Man, the I, th- way th- this one's gonna be good. Yeah, I think the, I'm definitely gonna watch the it way the Ravens defense played against Tennessee. I think that they can give uh, that offense some problems, but I think ultimately Stephon Diggs is finna get his. And if Josh Allen doesn't make mistakes and he can make plays with his arm, I think they have a good chance to win as long as they can contain Lamar and make sure that he can't scramble for those forty yard TDs. I think uh, I'm taking the Bills. Taking the Bills. No score. I think that it's going to be a, a good close game, but I think the Bills will tough it out and uh, advance to the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'll pick it's the, tough. It really is. Uh, I'll pick Baltimore because, um, like what AJ said, that defense is fully healthy. Um, the Bills kind of have a chance, but they don't have a running game. I feel like that would be the yeah. one thing that would bite them or that would make them lose. Um, yeah, Stefan Diggs, but when you got two shutdown corners with uh, Humphreys and um, Peters. Stefan Diggs is a better receiver than they are corners, though. But, come on, they're two okay. shutdown corners. And, yeah, yeah. it was really Baltimore. I feel like Baltimore would take Beasley's over. I think going to have a big game. Yeah, I, I see that too. It's it's really hard to say, but it's really one receiver versus yeah two corners. So what we got next? We got the Browns versus the and that's on Chiefs. Sunday. That's cool. on Sunday. First game of Sunday. Yeah, I mean the Browns. Just kidding. <laughs> the Browns. No, 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 no. Browns they got all the respect. Huh? Um, I'm just gonna take. Patty Mahomes and, and the Chiefs. I mean, I'm just going off of what my eyes tell me. And yeah, the Browns had an excellent performance last weekend, but I can't. I'm not going to sit here and pick against Mahomes. So I'm picking the Chiefs. I think they're going to win comfortably. I'm going to pick against Mahomes. Go ahead. I mean, because you're ready. But then, so that's that's your, your your nature. But then <laughs> Chiefs rooting against the Chiefs. Hey, right, but but then. It is a toss up because uh, whichever offense will have a who whichever offense hold on to the ball longer mm-hmm. will win. 
Um, but the Chiefs going to have a handful because they're yeah. not really good at stopping the run. Yeah. And they got two. The the Browns got two good running backs. And they got Jarvis Landry. And they got two tight ends that can ball out, too. So yeah. um, I'm not going to just pick one team. It's really just a toss-up. Whoever whoever have the ball pick. last. You got to pick one, bro. I have to? Fuck. Yeah, uh, just go ahead. Because I don't want to be a no because I don't because I'm a Raider fan. I don't want to like, sound like a hater. I don't want everyone to be like, oh, of course you're gonna pick them. Well, but, well you already right. kind of said that at the yeah. beginning. <laughs> <laughs> you are a hater. I mean, I don't know what to say. Well, fuck it, yeah. <laughs> so you go with the Browns. I'm going with the Browns. Okay, I respect it. I feel like the Browns. Hey, that'd be something to see, bro. The Browns in their running game is just gonna run over that defense. Yeah, I feel like that defense is not good enough to stop the run. Every time when um, you actually see a good offensive running game against that defense. It's just they can't capitalize. They can't stop any yeah. running backs that I've seen so far. So, yeah. And lastly, Buccaneers versus the Saints. Ooh. Man. You want to go? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got Brady's Brady and Breeze Part 3. And I always felt that the loser of the last meeting has the advantage going into the next meeting. Just because they have like, they have the correctional agenda to fix things that they saw that they did wrong, things that they could do better, and the winning team more often than not always sticks to what they already did because that's what worked the first time. So why wouldn't it work the second time? But I think Sean Payton is smart enough to where he's gonna mix in some things that are different looks, so the Buccaneers aren't expecting them. I think hopefully if Breeze is feeling a little bit better by next weekend he can drive the ball down the field a little bit more and do exactly what I said earlier and expose the Bucks defense and beat them over the top if Michael Thomas is fully healthy if Emmanuel Sanders is Emmanuel Sanders play did he play last weekend um I believe he did but Get back he, to you on that. He, re- he really didn't uh, but that's what I'm saying if, yeah. if Breeze can step up in the pocket which I don't know how that's gonna look too because the Bucks Pass rush is really good, so it's like a, it's a I don't know, it's like a pick or poison. It's just like your secondary is either gonna go beat over the top or beat regardless because you can't get the ball out of Breeze's hands fast enough, or they're gonna get to Breeze fast enough, make him make mistakes, and hopefully the secondary can capitalize. And then on the other side of the ball, you have Brady. If he doesn't put the ball in harm's way, which I don't think he will because he doesn't have his third and fourth string receivers that he's throwing to anymore. He has A.B. with his feet back under him. Mike Thomas is, or Mike Thomas, Mike Evans is going to be fine. Chris Godwin needs to work on them drops because he had like four. Yeah. As long as he cleans that up and gets them those plays, even if he catches two out of those four. Then given that's, the fact that they he just did have st- a broken finger. Yeah. They so. just need to stay ahead of the sticks. Don't fall behind and don't make offensive mistakes to give the ball in New Orleans' hands. And I think that the Bucks can win, but my gut is telling me that New Orleans is just a better overall team. And I think that they, they win and they advance to face Green Bay in the NFC Championship game. Mm. Everything you said was good, but <laughs> it's funny you said uh, I, <laughs> whatever team, whatever Damn. losing team capitalized, mm-hmm. but <laughs> Tampa Bay lost to the Saints twice this season. So they lost in the first meeting and they lost in the second meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just don't see Tom Brady losing mm. the third. Oh, time okay. So you, okay, I thought you were saying I don't see Tom Brady winning. <laughs> and see, that's what I was gonna allude back to because here I am. I'm not betting against the goat, and I'm not hoping that he loses. I'm hoping that I'm wrong and that he wins <laughs> and advances to the NFC Championship game. Because if he does, 
that's just like I don't know. This is icing on his fucking ten story wedding cake already. Right. So it's just another <laughs> accolade added. But I mean, I'm still I'm still I'm still sticking with New Orleans because, like I said, I feel like they're just a better overall team. Right. Um. <laughs> given fact, like I said again, they lost twice to the Saints. I don't see Tom Brady losing a third time. I yeah. feel like whichever defense make plays will win the game, but I feel like Tampa Bay, their defense will step up to the occasion and they will stop Drew Brees and that offense. And another thing too is, um, is it White? Devin White's coming back. Yeah, Devin White is coming back. Because that that that's sucked the that they got that game on Saturday because they were saying if if the game was on Sunday rather than Saturday, he had that one more day to recover and he would have been eligible to play off after recovering from the COVID list. But now give him a full week. Yeah. So now he's just going to come back fully healthy, ready to go. I think that's huge. If they didn't have Devin White, then I don't know. <laughs> but if he's in the lineup, they got a really good chance. We're talking about who has really good chance if Devin White comes back. The Bucks. Bucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because uh, Tom Brady always looking nice. Yeah, and I mean, I, been, I wouldn't bet against him either, honestly. He's especially, been playing great down the stretch. Especially when he... We don't have to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we don't have to. <laughs> he's a fucking fan. Well, yeah. yeah. So he's, done some, he's done some very, uh, you know, great for some and terrible for other yeah, uh, things no, to yeah. some, some teams, even when he's down bad, so... Yeah. Uh, don't worry. I had the same experience, too. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think hopefully. everybody's <laughs> affected from the Brady effect wow. to some degree. Kind of hard to talk about. Even though it was a fumble, but you know, <laughs> whatever. Huh? You wanted to get it off your chest? No, 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 no. I think if you say it on, you know, if you say it out loud, no, 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 then maybe you'll it's never fine. have that urge to say it again. It's fine. You know, the Falcons, they'll be back, and it's fine. No one remembers. He's not even with the Patriots anymore, so it's like whatever, right? Right? But he's in your division. Hello? <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so that's it for today. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that sounds like a, a stacked... Uh, weekend that honestly, to look, to look I can't wait. Super, super wild card weekend was dope. Watching three separate games each day, all day, it was great. I liked it. That that additional team making the playoffs is dope for everybody. Because the more fo- football we get, better for us, and then the more teams make it, better for them. So mm-hmm. everybody wins. This weekend's gonna be a banger too. Yeah, so, oh, for yeah, sure. So stay tuned for that. We're gonna we're gonna see if those predictions hold up. Yeah, I mean, who knows? They for may everybody. change. They may for change. Everybody. They may change with new information that we might be provided throughout this week prior to the game. So who knows? We'll update you guys on that when we get back to it, though. So. All right. Well, this has been for the record. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time.